I think the misconception is that Reels is about video. Reels is about writing. Reels is about copy. The video is just there to catch people's attention, but the words are far more important. Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour Podcast, brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. It has been an unseasonably warm winter here in Kansas City, but I realized literally yesterday, that it hasn't just been us. Apparently, the entire Midwest is having a record-breaking winter. That has been both nice to wear a jacket in February, but also makes me really nervous (laughs) about, you know, tornado season and the future of our planet. But as an aside, I really, really, really wish there was a way I could record outside. And I'm sure there probably is. I could probably get a special mic that's like made for wind, but there's just too many elements that I can't predict with people driving by and animals and dogs and all the things. But it's so nice out. I like really, really, really want to be sitting on my porch chatting with you guys, but I'm in my closet office where I record all my podcasts, which is totally fine. There's just no windows in here. And it makes me sad that I can't see all the beautiful trees starting to bud and all the things. I don't know if it's because it's been warm or because I went into 2024 with a new attitude or what, but normally Q1 is a very slow kind of time in my business. No, Q1 has been wild. (laughs) Like, like absolutely insane wild. January was like super focused on content creation and putting all these things out into the world. And then February has just been one thing after another of like complete unpredictableness. Like I spent four days as a juror in court downtown on a civil case, like totally distracting. I've had to coordinate 
for some travel that keeps moving. So like it was supposed to be one time. It's moved five times. So I've had to re-change my schedule all five times <laughs> and move people around. I've been sick. I've had a migraine because the weather's all over the place. It just seems to be one thing after another. But all has been good because I am so, 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 so thankful that I built my business so that I could have something for sale all the time, even when life is totally unpredictable. And I have built in digital products into the way my business operates for a long time. And it is such a saving grace when you just don't know what your life is going to look like. (laughs) I am so thankful. It's a strategy I put in place. But if it's not something you've done yet, or like maybe you're interested in exploring adding a digital product, but you're not sure where to start, or maybe you have a digital product, but it's not selling in the way you thought it might, or, you know, you want to diversify your income a little bit, like, this is such a huge opportunity. So if you haven't yet, I would head over to creativetemplateshop.com slash jumpstart and check out digital product jumpstart. I literally walk you through how to create a no brainer digital product. It is how I've made sales when I'm not working, when I've been out of office, when I've had to cancel and rearrange and move things around. And when I was sick in bed, like all of those things. So if you want that in your life, definitely go check that out. CreativeTemplateShop.com slash jumpstart. Now I mentioned in the last episode 825 that there is such a huge opportunity right now, specifically on Instagram. And I talked about how I got 222 new students, $19,698 in cash on Instagram in six weeks. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I definitely would. I think it's a good precursor to what I'm about to say. But in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the intimidating parts because getting visible is vulnerable. And I asked my community, what's holding you back? Like, what's intimidating you? What specifically about Instagram makes you question if it's a strategy for you. And I want to talk about it. I have a lot of really, really cool questions that I can't wait to run through and give you my take on. Now, before I get into their questions, I did specifically want to say like, why Instagram? Because of all the social media platforms out that you can market on, like why is the focus there when it could be so many other places? One, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think you have to find where you want to show up and how you want to show up and find the platform that makes sense for you personally and the type of business you have and where your audience is. However, after doing a lot of digging into what's available to small business owners and where can they get free and organic traffic. Instagram, from my perspective, has the lowest barrier to entry. In my opinion, it is the easiest place to start from zero or start with a small audience and utilize that free and organic traffic to actually monetize the work you're doing on Instagram. But let's talk about y'all's questions. (laughs) The first one that came up and definitely one that I saw echoed by a lot of different people 
is that she said, I'm intimidated about having to be the quote face of my brand. She says that people figured out how to be cool in reels and I'm not cool. My house is always trash because I have three kids and a dog. Therefore, I don't want to do reels. So I think there's two components here that we specifically need to talk about. One being the face of your brand and two, like barrier to entry for reels when you feel like your house is just whatever, right? So the first one, I think there's this misconception that you have to be the face of your brand. While I do think it is a trend, not it's not a trend. Obviously, being the face of your brand has been around a very, very long time. We are seeing a shift, though, away from brands as their own brand personality back to like the founders or employees inside the company sharing their own personal take and like growing out loud, so to speak, talking about their business out loud as a person who's in a company or works for a company or runs a company People want that personal connection. And I do see that that is growing and we're seeing less, quote unquote, brands grow as rapidly. That being said, there is a new kind of avenue that I have seen actually be quite successful. I don't know if it will get a bad rap at some point or, you know, not work forever. Like nothing's going to work forever. But something I am seeing that is working and is an option for people is to create what I would call like a faceless brand, a faceless personal account, a faceless business. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it other than to say that you can show up as a person but not necessarily use your body. So I think when the first time I heard faceless like accounts, like I thought it meant that people were just like disguising their own faces. <laughs> like literally, I thought that's what it was. I thought people were like just taking videos where their face wasn't showing. Kind of in the same way you saw a movement away from showing children. Like if someone had a child that they would like, you know, only show them from behind or, you know, just show clips kind of from the side where you couldn't really actually make out who the person was. That's what I thought it was. Come to find out, most of these faceless quote unquote brands are actually run entirely with stock photography or stock video, as in nothing about the brand is them. They have just created a persona with stock imagery there's still no faces in it, but they're still using things that are semi-relatable. You know, it could be typing on a computer. It could be going for a walk. It could be pouring a cup of coffee. They're still doing things that brands with a face are doing, but they are creating kind of their own experience without that. And it is working really, really well. So because this was working, I wanted to try it for myself. And so I have been testing on my own account doing both. So I have a mix of posts that are just of me, like 
I'm clearly in the images, clearly in the video. It's definitely me. <laughs> and mixing in stock video. And I have seen no difference in the performance. As in like, it is highly effective. It is still working just as well. That being said, I think some videos, stock video is better than others. And I definitely have my recommendation on where you can get some really quality stock video, but it can perform just as well and it can monetize just as well. So if you're intimidated about being on a social platform and you don't want to use your face and you don't want to record videos, you don't have to. Like, that's not something you have to do. Uh, do I think it's effective and can add a lot more personality? For sure. But like, it's not a requirement and can be something that works really well. But I think the second piece she alluded to was she didn't want to do it because she thought her house wasn't cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, do I think there's an element where some accounts will always do... Not that they'll do better, but will they grow because they're more polished or more curated or better lighting or whatever? Yeah, for sure. But like that's their whole brand. Like their whole brand is that. And if they go away from that, it's confusing to the audience they've already built. However, there are plenty of people that are doing incredibly well, incredibly well, showing their very, very real life, their very messy homes, their very messy lives with small children, and people want to feel like they understand you. And if you're marketing to people that are like you or similar to you, they will respond to videos or photos that feel more realistic. And so I don't think you need to have your house be perfect for this to work. I don't think you need to have a cool home for it to work. You can be doing the dishes. <laughs> you can be picking up your kids' toys. You can be reading your kids a book. You can be laying on your couch and there's toys everywhere. It doesn't matter the activity you're quote unquote like doing in the video. People just want to see you being a person and they're more interested in your voice. And so I think the misconception is that Reels is about video. Reels is about writing. Reels is about copy. The video is just there to catch people's attention, but the words are far more important. The next question I got was, how do I captivate people's attention span? Well, first of all, let me just be clear that we don't have to have people's attention for a super long time for it to be effective. So there's different platforms that allow you to get someone's attention for a certain amount of time. Like for instance, if you were to write a blog post and mail it out to your list, you might be able to get people's attention for three to five minutes while they read through your post. If you have a podcast and people are listening to it, they may listen to the whole podcast without ever logging off. I know, how many times have you listened to this podcast without ever closing the app? Many times, I'm sure. And so you can captivate someone's attention for 30 or 40 minutes or more. On Instagram, you may only get, you know, on the low end, five seconds, on the high end, a couple minutes of someone's time. 
Now, when I say a couple minutes, usually that means they're consuming multiple pieces of content and potentially watching your stories. But if they're just watching one thing you're putting out into the world, we may be talking about 30 seconds to a minute. You don't necessarily need their attention for a huge amount of time for it to be effective. One, we're going to do a couple of things. First and foremost, for sure, we want to capture them with a hook that is going to get them to read what we're putting out into the world. Some of those people are going to immediately take action. They're going to follow your call to action, go to your sales page, interact, and then some of those people will purchase. There's also going to be a subset of people that are going to read it and be like, hmm, this is interesting, and they'll go follow you. So at that point, the goal isn't necessarily to convert them the first time, although that would be great. We now have them as a follower. We can nurture them and they can convert later. So we don't need their attention for a huge amount of time for that to be effective. We just need it to be long enough that they're interested and continuing to see your content. But if they interact for any length of time that's more than like scrolling immediately past it, they are way, 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 way more likely to be shown your content again. So Instagram will put your content back in front of that person because they previously engaged with it. And if they did that, they're going to see it again. (laughs) So like you don't need their attention for a huge amount of time for your content to be seen multiple times for you to get conversions quickly. I've seen people convert to a $100 offer within two minutes of discovering a platform, which I know that sounds absolutely wild, but you can go a long way with earning someone's trust with the right copy. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Next up, The question is, how do I deal with the fact that most of my existing followers aren't my target audience? Great question. So I think there's this misconception that if our existing followers aren't our target audience, that we can't change the content on an existing page. And Honestly, I wasn't sure the answer to this originally either, which is why I did a really big test over the last six to eight weeks to really make sure I knew what was going to be effective. And I tested one, can you revive an account with kind of dead engagement or can you change the subject and change your target audience and the type of content you're posting on an account that you are showing up on, but maybe is personal and you are kind of changing the subject? Or should you start over and create a new account entirely? And if you haven't gone back and listened to me kind of talk about that experiment, I definitely would go listen. The short answer to that is you can do any of the above. I assumed one was going to be really evidently the choice. And it's not true. Like where you put your energy, you will see results if you are consistent. And so it's not something you can just do once. Like you have to keep going. And the timeline is really unpredictable, but you just have to keep listening and keep showing up. I definitely saw significant changes within just a few weeks by really being clear on who I'm talking to now. And so I'm going to speak from experience in that with my kind of experiment, ultimately, I decided to focus on my personal account that had been about many, many other things and a tiny, teensy bit about business. And I focused 
way more of my effort on business while still sprinkling in personal things that are happening along the way. But that definitely meant trying to attract a more specific audience. And I think there's this misconception that we have to like get rid of the people that are not the target audience or that like they're somehow hurting our account. And that's just not true. Like not true at all. If they're not our target audience, but they're supportive of who we are as a person, amazing. Like if they're friends and their family or they're from other parts of our life, if they see your content and they engage with it because they care about you as a human, that is not going to hurt you. It's really not. I was nervous initially, like if I have people that aren't my ideal target audience, if they went and followed that brand new account that I started, would it quote unquote like mess up the algorithm? No, like, you know, initially I definitely saw like a spike of growth of ideal clients when I had less of those people there. However, Instagram is always going to look at what's the majority, like the majority that are now engaging and serving it to more people like the people who are currently engaging, not necessarily looking at historical stuff. Like it's not, it doesn't care that you have 500 followers that like followed you five years ago. It wants to know who's engaging right now. And so it doesn't matter that they're there. And if they engage all they're doing is supporting you as a person. And in my opinion, it shouldn't be a deterrent for you focusing on the kind of content you want to be producing here on out. You get to decide what that looks like and you get to show up in the way that makes sense for you moving forward. And you're allowed to change your mind and you're allowed to change direction. And I think that can be a really positive thing and doesn't necessarily have to impact your results at all. I saw a lot of success with focusing on who I wanted to talk to and and bringing more of those people there along the way. And everyone else was just cheering me on. The next question, though, I think is related, but definitely enough different (laughs) of how do I get the following? I do have more engaged. And it's an interesting question. I'm here to tell you that this is a stat that can be improved. And a lot of it comes down to testing both different messaging, but also different types of media. So in the past, I struggled with engagement too. And I've definitely been there and been frustrated by it. And A lot of the times it was because I was posting either a static image or a static graphic and static graphics aren't working as well as they once did on the platform in general. Not to say they can't work. I think it totally depends on who you're targeting, but the same rules apply. So like if you are well-versed in what's working over on Reels, like You're focused on a hook and getting people in and getting people engaged and then having a clear call to action. That doesn't get to go away when you do other kinds of posts on the platform. If you're going to do a static image and it's a photo of you, you still need a hook at the beginning to get them to read the caption. And then 
you can't be frustrated that they're not engaging if you're not telling them what you want them to do. Now, sometimes you can just be sharing an update and you hope that they just like it or congratulate you. That's totally cool. But if you want them to actually do something, like you want them to follow you, you want them to comment, you want them to go to a specific landing page, you have to call them to action. And it's our job to remind them what it is that you want them to do. And when you first start doing this, it could be uncomfortable because you do it and the first, the number of posts is kind of irrelevant, but you're going to do this for a while and be like, hmm are you sure this works? Because people aren't doing it. And then you're just going to get better at writing. You're going to get better at making the call to action more obvious or more in alignment with the the content you're actually putting out into the world. And people will start engaging. I promise you. It takes time, but this is more an effort of getting better at writing quality captions and making sure that you're giving clear direction as to what you want them to participate in. You know, I think gone are the days when people just engage to engage. You know, it used to be that you followed a lot less people. You maybe checked in with the same 20 accounts every day and read all of their content and commented on every single one. And people are doing one of two things when they're on Instagram. They're either checking in with like their core group of people that they always watch or consume their content or they're scrolling. Whether they're scrolling their main feed, the discover feed or reels doesn't really matter. But when they're scrolling, they are seeing a ton of content really quickly and you have to stop that scroll. And so getting to the point that you learn how to stop that scroll, it's going to take a little bit of time and a little bit of practice, but it is possible. I just encourage you to ask for what you want and experiment with asking for what you want at the very, very beginning, like either right after the hook or even potentially instead of the hook. And then again, in the middle or the end of the post, You can do it all three ways. You can do two of the three ways. You can do one of the three ways. You need to find the formula that's going to work for you and continue to experiment with it. And this will definitely get better over time. Now, sort of related to the other post regarding existing followers, this is more about new followers. How do I make sure the new followers are my target audience? And that all comes down to you creating content that's for your audience. I know this sounds like obvious, but sometimes we just need to hear it. You don't want to be creating content that has mass appeal. You want to be creating content that is for your target audience. And so what I mean by that is, I feel like this tends to be more prevalent on other apps. There'll be some trend that's happening that if you follow this formula, you're more likely to get views or in front of people and people will follow a trend and then they will potentially pop off and have a post go viral. But if that post is viral 
to the wrong audience, they could get a whole bunch of followers that are not ideal. And then it tanks their engagement after the fact because the ratio is off because now they have all of these followers that are not right for what they're ultimately doing. And on other platforms, that can kind of kill your plan. Like on TikTok, I had a account that did really, 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 really well in the home space and transitioning that to business is nearly impossible because of how many hundreds of thousands of views I got for my home-based content. So as long as you're focusing on creating content that is for your ideal person on Instagram, that doesn't mean you have to start over. If you want to, you can. Uh, It's more about being excited and feeling aligned with your plan than it is about doing one or the other. But if you're creating for that person, then the person that needs to see it is going to engage with it and interact with it. And the people that don't engage and scroll on by, it's probably because it wasn't for them. And that's a good thing. (laughs) We don't want to capture everyone. We want to capture the right people's attention. And, you know, it could be the difference. And like, for example, I created a meme after the Chiefs won. I think this was when they won like the division finals and it had Taylor Swift in it. So a Taylor Swift meme, just like by and large, could appeal to a very, very, very mass market of people. And this post did really, really well. But I made sure that even though I was talking about pop culture and talking about a subject that has mass appeal, I made it very evident very early on that this is only for small business owners, which is who my target audience is, right? And so because of that, I got quite a few followers, but every single one of them was a small business owner. So it's not to say you can't follow a trend or do a trendy strategy. You just need to make sure you are applying it to your more specific audience. And if it gets more views to more people and a good chunk of them aren't ideal, that's okay as long as the content itself is for the right person, the right people will engage and stick around. Now, this last one was more of a statement than a question, but she said, I wouldn't even know how to get started to make money on Instagram. And I so get it. Like, I so understand that feeling. Like, you can be on the app, even participate in the app, watch and consume content, And also legitimately be like, I have no idea how other people are utilizing this to drive traffic and actually convert people. And that's why I want to help. Like that is a huge motivation for me. So I've always been someone who's like, how can I try and test current strategies that are proven to be working in our market, our industry try them for myself, make sure I thoroughly understand the strategy. And then how can I turn around and teach it in a way that's really actionable and really 
make something that might feel intimidating or complicated and break it down into something that is super step-by-step and makes it really easy for you to do it too. This isn't the first time I have learned a strategy, implemented it for myself, and then turned around and taught it. I've done this for many different softwares, tools in our industry, like again and again and again. I've done it for Trello. I've done it for Asana. I've done it for Canva. I've done it for, like, I could keep going, ConvertKit, Flowdesk, like all of these things. And I have consistently helped people take something that can feel a little intimidating and broken it down. And so I have been testing the latest and greatest on Instagram and I'm so excited, so freaking excited to break it down for you. So I'm going to walk you through it step by step, not just how to implement, but exactly what is getting results right now. Something that isn't just working for me, but something I have observed is working for other businesses, not content creators, not influencers, not just like individuals. We're talking businesses. So how do you do it? What do you do? What are the steps? How can you replicate it? I'm breaking all of it down over at creativetemplateshop.com slash reels, R-E-E-L-S, creativetemplateshop.com slash reels. So if you're interested in monetizing Instagram, that is definitely where I would send you. And if you don't yet have a digital product to offer, maybe this is something that's new for you, whether you're new to business or you want to add a digital product as an income stream, but you haven't yet created one, then I'm going to send you over to creativetemplateshop.com slash jumpstart. Start there first, build the product. And then once you have a product, you're ready to market, go to creativetemplateshop.com slash reels. It's going to be freaking fantastic. I cannot wait to see everything you do and create. And I really can't wait to see what kind of revenue you generate from this strategy. I really look forward to working with you and I can't wait to see you inside the community. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.